Welcome back to Titanic Minute, your daily podcast, where we discuss the movie Titanic minute by minute. I'm oh, is that what we do? Yes, Joe, it's what I do. Listen, we've discussed this. People might just randomly choose an episode. In the feed, there's one at the top. It's the most recent one. Cell phone. Put the podcast player on shuffle. <laughs> For all podcasts that exist. <laughs> Titanic minute. I'm Rob. What could that and be I'm- about? I'm joined by my grumpy friend Joe and 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 my I, good friend Duff. Uh, I resent that. I'm in a very good mood. <laughs> <laughs> and in this minute of Titanic minute 4, Brock starts his monologue. You forgot his last name, didn't you? <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well played. That was good. <laughs> Brock continues his monologue about how the Titanic sunk. Um Guys, we need I, to talk about Brock Lovett. Here. I all right, all right. I, I I did a little research. Oh, okay. And so the the costumer and ma- the well, I guess more like really just makeup. Um, I saw a some early screen tests with Bill Paxton, and Oof. they actually James Cameron. And it makes a lot of sense when you look at it. James Cameron is talking to 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 bill the late bill paxton and his costume designer and he just they tell him give him the art alexakis look (laughs) and i I, you can see it there yeah it definitely holds up really well and doesn't make the movie look dated at all i'm convinced that let's um, give rob some time to look up who art alexakis is because that's clearly (laughs) what he's doing right now i would like to think that this was james and the listeners james cameron being uh you know like like most guy friends trying to make their friend look as ridiculous as possible. It's like, that's giving him a lot of credit. Yeah, But you know, he's like, Bill, I got such a cool costume picked out. (laughs) Have you ever heard of Everclear? (laughs) And like, (laughs) and so Bill Paxton got there. He's like, here's this big chunky sweater and an earring. And we're going to give you a Caesar haircut. (laughs) Um, do you, Bill, have you ever bleached your hair before? (laughs) A lot of kids were doing it five years ago. <laughs> Do you guys know that what makes it even better? I'm going to tell you the three actors that they originally thought about casting in this role, and I want you to imagine they got the same treatment. Are you guys ready? Hope Is so. one of them Danny DeVito? No. These uh, are real. I'm not interested then. <laughs> these are real. Ready for the first one? Why can't Danny DeVito play that part? It would. He could. It would be hilarious. <laughs> Yes, and he'd fit in the submersible really easily. Uh, or John, be... or or John Lovitz, yeah, John Lovitz. John Lovitz uh, could play any part. Okay, here here are the character, here are the the actors they considered. These are these are real. I learned this. Gene Hackman. Uh, he would have been so mad the entire <laughs> he, filming of that movie. He would, he would have, have been so mad. He would have punched James Cameron. <laughs> yes. Popeye he would have Doyle. hated James Cameron even more than he hated Wes Anderson. <laughs> Popeye Doyle would not have tolerated this. <laughs> no, he would not. He would not. Uh, we have James Garner. <laughs> I'm, now I'm thinking of Gene Hackman with the earring and the blonde hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> James Garner? James Garner was the what? other one. What? Mm-hmm. No. No. I don't have jokes for that. 
and uh, and the other one was James Bond himself, Sean Connery. Oh, I thought oh. you were going to say Pierce Brosnan. No, that would have made more sense. Yeah, um, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, those are the fine. three. Those are the three they originally thought about. There, he's going to be like an older, saltier guy. Did they offer um, these, or this was just? N- I think this is just more like, oh, we talked about it. Well, I'm sure that as then we settled on an actor that's significantly cheaper. Yeah, (laughs) I'm sure that once the budget and the production started to go way over budget, they said, "Hey, Bill Paxton will work for scale." (laughs) Although to be fair, Bill Paxton had quite a run in the mid '90s. He was for sure, and he was, and he. We talked about True Lies a couple days ago. He is the best part of True Lies. also Tom problematic. Arnold. Also but. <laughs> problematic, but but I still laugh at everything. He's the only. He, he definitely knows how silly that movie is. He's he is he is the best. One of the best parts of True Lies. I. It's a weird thing to say, but uh, Tom Arnold is a really good part of that movie. Yes, yes. They're the only two that that totally understand how dumb that movie is, yeah. and they're having fun. But uh, Bill Paxton. So uh, True Lies. He did Twister right after this, right? Twister, Apollo yeah. thirteen, Titanic. Those are all like huge summer movies. Yeah. Well, not Titanic's not summer, but big big movies. Yeah. Although Titanic was originally going to be a summer movie. Yeah. And it, that that would have been a weird alternate history. Yeah, it was supposed to come out July fourth, and uh, uh, weird. Uh, they had some production issues, and they had to push it back. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they went over budget and took longer than you would think. Uh, which we will. I mean, there's plenty of time to to dive into all the issues they had. Um, yeah, the Brock. So, I mean, are we pretty sure that this that Brock? Uh, love it. This is is this James Cameron's version of like a cool man? Yes, this absolutely. Is, this yeah. this is James Cameron thinks that this is the cool. This is like James. This Dean. is when James Cameron looks into a mirror. This is what he sees. Yeah. <laughs> he has like this. He has a like that's the, his body dysmorphia. Is that he looks in the mirror and sees Brock love it. But but when he sees Brock love it, he sees what the rest of us see when we see like young Brando, James Dean, like Bogart. <laughs> like he sees Brock love is like man. That guy, yeah. he's cool guy. So yeah, when I look at Ryan Gosling and Drive, <laughs> yeah, th- that's this what, is, okay. So this is James Cameron being like, if I was just, if I could be a VJ on MTV, this is what I would look like. <laughs> <laughs> People would have just given me a chance earlier. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, we also see, guys. We also see. That, what hold am on, I- I'm sorry. I hate to interrupt. That oh, also explains his many marriages because his wives see him as James Cameron and he looks in the mirror <laughs> and sees and sees James Dean. Yeah. We also in this minute we see Lewis. Old Lewis. Harry which, Knowles. Which yeah. <laughs> Harry Knowles. Which at this point he shall henceforth be referred to as Harry Knowles. <laughs> yes. Lewis, uh, Lewis Cool News. Lewis <laughs> Cool News. Oh, no. Uh, we see Lewis, who um, is played by a guy named Lewis Abernathy. Her- who- it's plays played by Harry Knowles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe, let me continue on with some fun facts here. He is just a friend of James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> that explains a lot. <laughs> he's He's done some minor like walk on bits and some forgotten stuff but yeah he's never really done any other movies he's james cameron's like you gotta be in my movie man gee i wonder why <laughs> he was he was like a a pub owner 
apparently, this is what IMDb said. He's like a pub owner, and James Cameron was a friend of his, and um, they they he wrote this part to be kind of based off this James or this Lewis Abernathy guy, and then he couldn't figure out how to cast them because Harry Knowles was busy, and uh, <laughs> ended up just casting him. Harry Knowles was busy writing about Blade Two. Harry Knowles also can't stand up for more than two minutes at a time, so he is unable to complete the filming. <laughs> I uh, guys, I found Louis Abernathy's LinkedIn profile. Yes, I was oh going to say, God. I was going to say, it's the fourth result. Yes, and so I had looked at his IMDb, and the best part is that his LinkedIn lists some roles that aren't on IMDb. Yeah, well, now I've heard IMDb might be wrong, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, maybe. He lists that he was a technician in Close Encounters of the Third Kind on, yep. on LinkedIn, but not, it's, it's not on IMDb. Yeah, he is listed on there. Maybe maybe that was filmed near his pub, and he served beer to a few cast members, and that was the extent of his technicianing. So um, here, here's my favorite Oh, Lewis man. Abernathy. I'm guessing I beat Rob to the punch on this. Yeah, you did. Fun facts about Lewis. Hold on, this let's let's be clear. This is literally what it says. Fun yeah, facts I, about Lewis. Yeah. It's, is he the one that spiked the clam chowder with PCP? <laughs> That's actually oh we'll have to talk more about that. Yes. Um says fun facts. First one, he's a former private investigator whose adventures were fictionalized for the film The Big Lebowski. <laughs> no way. <laughs> No way. <laughs> yes, it does. And I can't really find anything else about this, so I think it's a a claim by him and no one else. <laughs> that can't possibly be true. The, the the last two fun facts are great. Lewis has been thanked at the Academy Awards. And <laughs> and oh, and he's an Eagle Scout. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I what I'm his gonna, project was. I'm going to read two more. Tough. Um, okay, so uh, it says Orson Welles once blamed Lewis what? for Stop eating right a- there. <laughs> now this I don't. A- I don't know if this. I'm reading this along with Rob, and I don't know if this is. Uh, it might just. Lewis be a is joke. talking about Orson Welles. Hold on, let's finish it. Yeah, Orson but- Welles once blamed Lewis for eating a whole ham. What? No. <laughs> and. Then- no way! <laughs> and then in a parenthesis, it says he didn't. <laughs> I. So now I'm. I'm Lewis! <laughs> Where's the ham? Just in seen, a, he just walks up in like a low ham? angle. <laughs> the low angle touch of evil shot. Lewis! That ham was for me. Takes bite out of candy bar, and I'll be damned if you're gonna take the last bite. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, in, I'm envisioning like fat, bloated touch of evil Orson Welles, like Vargas was a ham. <laughs> there's, there's one more fun fact here, Duff. Do you want me to read it? Uh, you can go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Lewis was accused of wrecking the Terminator 2 Harley Davidson Fat Boy one week before it was supposed to go to the Smithsonian Museum. What? Parentheses. He did. Oh my God. <laughs> Lewis Abernathy, everyone. Um, I'm. I I hope this is real. Yeah. I. So uh, I want to say something just about. Uh, this crew 
and in general. <laughs> um, I, we haven't really gotten into our honest assessments of Titanic as a whole. I'm a big fan of the movie. Um, I, I am I, too. I would say even that I love it. Uh, Brock that, love it? I Brock love it. <laughs> he Duff love it. With that said, uh, and I think we're all on the same page, that anything that takes place in the present, meaning 1997, is some of the worst <laughs> dialogue, acting, whatever, just ever in film. It's, it's all... It's maddening. Terrible. Yeah. It's, it's absolute drivel. Yeah. It's... <laughs> I, I cannot express how just whenever you're like into the movie and all of a sudden it goes back to Brock and Lewis and the old lady who we haven't even gotten to yet. Oh, we haven't got Academy no Award winner. Uh, <laughs> did she win? Yes. Oh, yeah. I yeah, I I think there's a I think there's a real reason for the existence of this like modern day storytelling. But it, when we decided to do Titanic and then I rewatched it, I was like, oh no, we have so many weeks of them on the ship before we even get to 1912. Yeah. And Lewis in particular is just maybe the most, I'm not exaggerating when I think, when, if you ask me like, hey, who's the most obnoxious character you've ever seen in a movie? This guy would be the, on the short list, if not the winner. Yeah, it's, here. Here's what bugs me so much, and it, and it, this minute is where it gets started. And there's for this week's minutes, excuse me. There's two moments like this, one involving profanity, so I can't really quote it. But um, we'll, we'll put a uh, foghorn over it. <laughs> that, so the, the they're showing uh, Brock sort of recording his like documentary or whatever he's making down there and, and two different points he himself in in the next minute and then this minute harry knowles <laughs> uh just says uh what does he say something like you're BS. oh he says you're so full of yeah yeah so, you're so full, full of, of, it, of it boss yeah and so there there james cameron is is kind of like laying it on really thick with this narration for this recording that that brock is making and then at two different points, this minute and the next, it gets punctured by a character talking about how corny it is, right? Yeah. Yep. That dialogue is indistinguishable from anything else he's ever written. Yeah. That's just his normal writing voice and how he writes characters. Yeah. So it's not fair that he's like got these other characters being like, oh, that's a little thick, isn't it? Whereas that's how every single Marine and all of Aliens talks the entire movie. Most of the characters in the Terminator movies talk. Most of the characters in this movie talk. Yeah. And he's a bad writer, and he's not allowed <laughs> to pretend that his writing is bad. It's good, you know? Like, yeah. uh, he's yeah. a bad dialogue writer. I think this is a clear difference we need to make. Yeah, he's bad with dialogue and, to a certain extent, uh, motivation sometimes. Um, yeah, but this, and I will bring this up so many times and you'll just be sick of it, but this is a movie where someone says a woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets. <laughs> so yeah. 13 he, years old. <laughs> I, I have, we'll, we'll see as we go minute by minute. I have a lot less issue with 
the 1912 stuff. It's really this on modern day stuff that that bothers me dialogue wise. No, it's all it's all terrible. It's because it, it you have so many like you have what Joe said, you have Harry Knowles just being the most obnoxious person in history. You have Bill Paxton in the most ridiculous 90s outfit and <laughs> and you get the old lady. It's Here, uh, Here's that's you want to hear, hear my theory though about why that is? Why, Joe? Tell us. Because everybody that act, uh, performs in the 1912 scenes, Bill Pax, excuse me, the present day scenes, Bill Paxton aside, is a is sucks as an actor. So they don't have any power to change dialogue or anything like that. So they read it like James Cameron wrote it and as he directs it. Except Bill Paxton is talented, but he probably thinks it's funny how bad it is. So he just does it how it's written. Whereas Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet are accomplished performers. Uh, Kathy Bates as well, and we could go on. Uh, Billy, Billy Zane, Zane, of course, of course. Billy, Billy Zane. Zane. There's an, they they listened to what James Cameron had to say and then ignored it over and over <laughs> again. And that's why the shooting took so long. But it's also why 1912 worked so well. And then once they started editing, James Cameron realized they were correct and left it as they did it. So the, the the scenes of the past are the only times where there's a cater of performers who are powerful enough to tell James Cameron that he is a preteen masquerading <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm on board with that assessment. I'm entirely with your 13-year-old James Cameron theory, but if that 13-year-old was incredibly skilled as a director... Well, yeah, 13-year-olds know what looks cool. They just don't yeah, know how to interact yeah. with other human beings. They've just never talked to a girl. <laughs> That's true. Uh, do either of you guys have anything else for this minute? No. Nope. All right. Uh, I will save my story for how I first saw Titanic. For happy hour? T- yeah, for happy hour Friday. Okay. Uh, if you're not a Tombstone Minute listener, we like to, you know, Fridays, you know, have a drink, enjoy your your week, and uh, listen to our uh, our Friday. Titanic Unless you listen minute. to this in a car, then don't drink. <laughs> Switch to public transportation. Yeah, and then drink <laughs> out of a paper bag, though. Yes, then it's okay. Uh, okay, well, uh, we will be back uh, tomorrow with uh, minute five, guys. Woo! Of of Titanic Whoa. minute. Whoa. Okay. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.